Hello everyone and welcome to this, another edition of the Dell and Keith show. I'm Derek Kernahan and as always I'm joined by my good friend Keith Anderson. Keith, how you doing mate? Good my friend, how are you? Aye, all good mate, all good, good. all good. How's your week been? Aye, alright, bit hectic but um, it's fluent so Aye. that's good and we're always here good. on Friday night now so yeah. Yep. Work week's done, happy days, yep. what about you? I'm good mate, good, same with you, busy, um... Pregnant wife and all that, you know how it is. Uh, yeah, um, non-stop, eh? Yep, so pregnant wife, work busy, but uh, like you said, Friday night, we've got a few beers and we're talking about the jails. Doesn't it get any better, does it? Yep, yep, and um, you were also, um, unfortunately couldn't make it last night due to childcare issues, but you were you were at the game last night? Yes, I was, aye, aye, it was decent. It was, um, I know you, you watched most of it on the telly, actually. Yeah, aye, I managed aye, to find aye. a stream and watch it, so aye, aye. wasn't a total loss and I, somebody took my ticket as well, so... <clears throat> At least the ticket wasn't lost as well. Aye, aye, That's an important thing. That. Aye, 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 we, good. Uh, fish. Good mate, Colin. Aye, fish aye, was aye, there. So, um, that was good that someone else got, got a, got a ticket, got a, got a shot the ticket. Aye. aye, aye, no, I hate seeing you go to waste, mate. So, good. exactly, exactly. So aye. tonight, um, something a wee bit different. I think we're going to talk about something we haven't done, um, before. Mm-hmm. So, do you want to sort of tell everybody what we're going to be talking about, mate? Um, sure. Well, we'll, we'll talk through the agenda. I don't know what you would group it as, to be honest, but we're going to chat a little bit about um, kind of dressing room atmosphere and squad dynamics, talking about the depth in the squad, and then we're going to stuff that's a wee bit more tactical, I guess, and yeah. just kind of chat about principles, tactics, formations, these type of things, and then we'll probably just chat a little bit um, about certainly the team on Sunday as well and look ahead, yeah. apply some of that logic or points that we'll cover just to predict what the team will be, I guess. And yeah. We might chat a bit more about last night as well. I aye, aye, I just like, like, like I said, I messaged a few days ago about this just to sort of discuss more about the dynamics of the squad and how much it's it's changed over the last few years. Obviously, we've been through a bit of a, a hard time, so to speak, with being what being Rangers fans. However, aye. last season was good. However, this season just seems to have all sort of clicked into place, and I just wanted to have a chat about more the dynamics of it and aye, you aye. know mm-hmm. um, what's happened with it. So, should we crack on first of all? Let's talk about one of the most important things in a team is the dressing room atmosphere yes um, what do you think of the based on obviously we don't actually know what it's like because we're no footballers and we don't know yeah, enough enough. Day, Aye, we don't play for Angels but yeah. based on what we have seen going to all the games watching all the games what do you think of how it looks aye, aye. I think that the other thing that, that gives a lot of way I see it gives a lot of way maybe it doesn't but I watch a lot of the interviews and RTV and the, the interviews on YouTube and, and that kind of stuff Yeah. and everybody just seems to be in good spirits there seems to be plenty of banter and camaraderie and, and stuff like that within the team so it seems to be it seems to be gelling really well everybody seems to get on it seems quite close knit as well yeah. as if it's like a wee family you know the, I think there's lots of different elements at play so we'll probably touch on some but just high level the Doing up with the facilities and getting the getting the new breakfast and dinner and stuff like that. You see the footage and it's one big table and it, it yeah. like, you know like a, the canteen looks like it's been it's been done a bit better and everybody you know stupid stuff like that that builds into the the atmosphere and the camaraderie though. Yeah. Um. I think consistent manager and team largely into a second season's massive as well. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Rather than new manager, new squad, starting from scratch, it's there's really had that. When the new guys come in, they've got that core embedded. You know, you go through the team. You've got McGregor with Goldson and Tav and and Katic, pretty stable for starting yep. last season. They all know each other. They're welcoming any new defenders. And then you've got midfielders who had a good year last year, finished strong. Again, they all know each other. It's just additions yeah. to an already happy, close knit squad mm-hmm. rather than whole new squad. Some of them don't speak the same language, and you're trying to embed it on. Yeah, you know, like it's a, it's a big deal, man. Aye, this is, I totally agree with you. I think this is the first year. 
for a for, for a number of years where it hasn't been a massive overhaul. Aye. Which is very important. Mm-hmm. So important um, to a team because every other every other season we've had we've had like even though we're signed a number of players. Aye, it's not just about the numbers though. Aye. Aye. It's the people that's coming in and it's what you're signing. Yeah. Aye. No, and obviously the quality that we're the quality we're signing this year is a lot better than what we've had before. Aye, um, I, I would agree. I mean, I know we've signed what ten players now. with Andy King getting announced yesterday, yeah. um, and how many did we sign last year? Was it like twelve or something? Whatever it was, right? So the numbers wise, it's not a lot. But what we've done is we've had the core squad, the core team, and what we've done this summer is add bits of quality here and there and added depth. Whereas yeah. guys of a similar ish level, guys like Stuart and stuff like that, who are going to come in, who are going to push and challenge, but not necessarily adding. The same quality that like an Aribo might add to the squad, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But he's in there, it's still the depth that somebody that can come on in any game that you're not going to be like, oh crap, you look at the bench and we've only got him. Yeah. It's not like that anymore. So this season's been about quality in certain bits and depth, yeah. which isn't the same as a whole overhaul. Do you remember the the game where we beat Celtic in the cup semi-final? Uh-huh. We had, what, four, four players on the bench? Didn't it? Aye, that's right. I think Wobbs we were making a bit of a statement, weren't Aye. we? We had, what was it, I four... Four players, two young goalies or something stupid like that. Aye. And we went with six when we could so have had seven. Was, aye, like so it wasn't, it wasn't great. Whereas now, even last season, you know, the bench was sort of... I wouldn't say it was grim or anything like that, but no. you, it wasn't as quality as... It was hitting bits of time. Well, think about last time. You're in a bit of trouble. You're struggling at home to St. Johnson. You look at the bench and it's like, fine, let's throw in Kyle Lafferty and try and pump balls into the block. Yep. Or play on left wing and see if we can figure something out. That's, that's what we were looking at all the exactly. time, you know, and well, it's well documented that it didn't work. Yeah. It didn't change games. It, no. It didn't have a good impact off the bench. And it, obviously, it's not just Kyle Lafferty, there was other things, but the bench wasn't as strong. When you yeah. look at the bench last night or whatever, you know, you're just thinking, it's quality. Yeah. I mean, if you look if you look at the bench, like striker wise, this season we're going to either have Alfredo Morelos or Jermaine Defoe aye. on the bench. That's, that's unreal. That's aye, frightening. Aye. You know, whatever one Stevie G decides to play, um, when Steven Gerrard decides to, to play, the other one on the bench is just... Nah, and I mean, those two, regardless of what team you support, there's, there's a case to be made beyond this, but they're two of the top five strikers in the league, regardless of what team you support. Yeah. Now, you can debate they're the two best, yep. or whatever, but even if you don't want to debate that because you don't like Rangers, you can't, nobody's going to say that they're at the top five. Do you know yeah, what I mean? exactly. So that's that's always good. That's powerful. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. Um, so I I think the dressing room atmosphere this year seems to have changed a hell of a lot, and um, and for the better um, as well. What do you make a how important? Like one of the things obviously we mentioned about Alfredo Morelos there, and his mate was always Daniel Candias at the team. Aye, aye. And now he <clears> isn't there. Do you, I think I think that will integrate. Morelos more into the team which will be better like like you're saying having them all on the one big table aye, rather aye. than having separate tables everywhere you know if you had if there were separate tables everywhere you, you would go and sit with your pals wouldn't you aye, rather aye. than if you've only got a four seater you can't get 25 bodies at yeah. it simple math so what do you do you go oh there's Dell I'll go and sit with him yep. even though I've nothing against the other 20, 20 old boys you just yeah you're forced into splitting up and maybe yep. you're right maybe the whole you know, Candace, the comfort blanket, speaking Spanish to Alfredo, meant that his transition to English was slower or whatever. Yeah. You know, you don't know. Maybe it's no. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe... It, but what I would say is that it doesn't look like Morelos is 
acting like he's no pals and no. he's in the huff that he's best. I don't like he's missing him, does he? Really? No, no I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure it will be in, yeah. in different ways. But on the park, he's got a good relationship with Tav. Seen a good relationship bond with uh, Ojo last night, definitely. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've seen the for the telly the celebrations with the third goal. Mm-hmm. They clearly were like, "Hey, buddy," because like you know, Ojo set Morelos up for two, and Morelos set Ojo up for his. Yeah, they were all kind of on a plate for each other. Do you yep. know what I mean? So. That's good. He seems to be doing all right with Defoe. You know, the Disney... I don't think he's like been dropped and all that, but his attitude's been good when he's come on off the bench or yep. whatever. So, no, I think... Um, ah, you're right, man. I think that it's, it's looking good and it's certainly... Morelos seems to have certainly not been slowed down, maybe pushing on a wee bit with no. Candace. Even even like, like you were mentioning, you watch stuff on Rangers TV. I've seen when they were away in Spain. Aye. And they were having, like, just behind-the-scenes sort of videos and stuff like that. And, Everybody's got all their like fancy wash bags, like the Dolce Gabbana, their Gucci, and all that. Aye. And Glenn Kamara's got a Sainsbury's bag, <laughs> and they were ripping them for aye, it. Aye, you know, them. aye, but it shows you just how you know, like how much a team it is. Where you can sit and I think that's a prime example of a good team when you can sit and rip each other aye, and have a aye, good laugh. You've got to have a bit of banter, you know. You, you've got to dish it out, and then when you do something like that, you need to be able to take it. Yeah, exactly. and the fact that your teammates are comfortable enough knowing that you will take it. Yeah, and they, so they dish it out, you know, because I'm sure if if he wasn't going to take it, people would be straight up bullying him. Do you know? What yeah, I mean? it's just that, like you say, it's a healthy sign that, you know, they can have the banter together and that. I think it's uh, definitely quality. it looks yeah. good. Yeah. Um, let's go on to now the squad depth. Aye, aye. Now, like we mentioned, number of players have left, number of players have come in. Mm-hmm. Um, based on the players that have left and the players that have come in, in my opinion, it's a stronger squad than last season. Um, a few kinks may be missing still That we could potentially look at Maybe, um, maybe. But all in all The squad Would you think about the squad depth? I think the, I think the squad depth is, is really good now um, I think if you pick Out the 25 or whatever If you go with um, 22 first 11s You could pick two 11s that Yeah would, you could That would challenge yeah. It certainly would be Better than the rest I would Aye, imagine definitely. Do you know what I mean? So Obviously, if it was a squad game, it isn't all like that, but I think they've got real depth in every position. We touched on in an earlier pod that the mixture of the depth and the camaraderie meant that when you make substitutions, you don't really see a drop. Yeah. Talking about some of the friendlies where you're making five, six, 11 substitutions in a 15-minute window. The Marseille and game is a prime example Exactly, aye. And the team barely, barely misses a step yeah. because they all know each other, they've all got a good relationship, and they're all of similar quality, that the level doesn't, doesn't take a massive hit. So that's that. I think that's a great sign, man. Yeah. Uh, I think that the depth in the key areas is there. So we've got four really good centre halves. So you yep. can get you can get two pairings there. You pair any of those guys up with any one of the others, and that's that's good. You're enough happy to with it, aren't you? Aye. Centre mid, we've got well, Steve G doesn't count Arfield there. So if you include Andy King, that's has got six for three positions. Again, take any one of them out. There's none of them gives me any sort of fear at no. all in any game, no matter how big or small. No. Andy King, you need to give him a chance, but yeah. he's won the Premiership and that. Exactly. He's plenty of caps for Wales. I'm sure he's good enough that he'll yeah. come in and, and do all right. But even with that, like, I wouldn't have any fear about throwing, picking free and throwing him in against Celtic no. or anybody. Um, and then up front, you already mentioned, you know, we've got Merrillis and Defoe yeah. and plenty of threats on the wings as well for young, exciting talents mostly, exactly. which is good. Yeah. Exactly. The one key issue for me is I think we've got a right back sorted because obviously if Tav isn't playing, we've got Polster who can come in and I think he could do a fair job. Obviously not to Tav's quality. No, no. In I my know. opinion, but he's still a good, solid 
right back if we need him. I think at the friendlies he showed that. You know, he was running down the wing trying to cross a few balls in. You know, so he's so he's solid, dependable. My problem area is the left back. I think last Aye. night showed that as well. Yes, I think um, Flanagan, um, who probably could do an alright job at right back if I talk about yeah. for Tav, but just as I said to the guy beside me last night, at one point I turned to him and I said, after ending the season so well, he felt like he'd made that left back position his own, and the night he's kind of played himself out of the shot. I think, yeah. bit, you know, because he he didn't look good, and Gerard did mention the goal that we conceded for Hibs came for the left hand side, so. I don't know, man. Maybe Flanagan's playing his way out of the team because he definitely did not look convincing at left back last no. night. I mean, we've got obviously we've got Barisic who is who should be the first choice left back. Should be an easy one. It right? should be. It should yeah. be an easy one. But however, obviously he's had a number of bad games. Aye, said for for Rangers um, over the last wee while. However, for Croatia, he's fucking number one. He's outstanding. Number one left back. He's outstanding for them. I think his problems, his mentality, and I don't mean that in a, a sense that. I, I, what I think's happened is he's convinced himself that he's no quite cut out for this style of football. Yeah, I think he took a few injuries last year and knocked his confidence, and then he's came back. And he, he, even if it's just subconsciously, he looks to me like the guy that's convinced himself. Ah, Aye. I, I'm. You know, I'm a wee bit scared of this. Uh, my body and me, my style's not quite cut out for this. That's what it looks like to me when I see him on the park. Yeah. I think he's convinced himself. Rather than... And he's starting to convince lots of people. Yeah, he is. You know, but I think the, the problem is, regardless, you, you know, the fans can think whatever. But if he's got the confidence in his own body and his own ability, it doesn't really matter. He'll get in no. and do it and it'll yeah. be fine, right? And the fans will shut up and get off his back. Yeah. But I, I think he's convinced himself that he's not quite Aye. here. Yeah, I agree um, with you. Like I don't think it's an ability thing. No. And then obviously the other the other one we've got is Andy Halliday who can play there as well. But <clears throat> I I don't he's he's not the answer at no, left back. No. I mean you'd like to think with the rest of the team we've got enough of a squad that we can probably win the league with those three as our options, but you would much rather go and sign a proper left back. Yeah. So, and even if you get a real a, a first choicer and you consider Barisic a first choicer which obviously we kind of don't but even if you do and you, you've got a bit of competition it's no bad thing I, I genuinely exactly. like you competition isn't bad I would be going out to sign a aye, a starting left back would be the intent I think that would be my priority over over a striker you know aye. getting another striker in um, if we keep if we keep Bareilles and Defoe I'm quite happy with them um, challenging each other all season um, well till Christmas and till January sorry aye, anyway because also you've also got Greg Stewart who can play there as well of course even though he can play in the wings aye. he can also play up front <clears throat> I think Jones gives you a different threat up front if you play him yeah. as well you know he's got pace in behind he's a decent finisher he's not scared to run at people he'll, he'll go a day for you he can hold the ball up in, a, in his way of getting it and just running at people yeah. different kind of hold up play to Morelos but you aye. know he can bring other people in definitely so I think there are other options and we've got some youngsters as well you yeah. know that have, that have got some a uh, big promise behind him that you might see his bleed into the team now and again and might see in the squad on Sunday and we'll yeah, talk about that yeah, we'll talk about that later but I think um, left-back's a, a priority and hopefully Stevie sees that Aye. hopefully the squad sees that and maybe tries and gets someone someone to come in um, whoever it is we don't know who but like I said it'd be nice to maybe see a, another left-back come in in the Aye. squad and I think we got a left-back in I would be so happy with the business that we've done in this window. Obviously, we're going to have a. We will talk. We will do a pod about the, the window and all the signings. We're going to have a bit more detail. Yeah. Yep. However, I think if we got a left back in, I would be, over the moon with the business that Rangers have done. Aye, I think I would. If we get first choice left back, that'd be crazy <clears> business. Yeah, that'd be brilliant. 
Brilliant, good. So, the next bit, I'm going to let you have a wee chat about this because you are the football <laughs> coach after all. Aye, um, okay. We'll talk about the principles, the tactics and the formations aye, um, aye. as well and we'll go from we'll go from there. So, principle side of things, let's, let, let's start with that. Yep, cool. Yeah. So, the reason you do it in that order really is because fans all always talk about formation but formation is the least important part of your tactics you know what I mean um, I think that was Pellegrini that's a Pellegrini quote um, so fans do get bogged down in the formations but it, it really doesn't matter that much the core is the principles <clears throat> and for us the principles of for Rangers is all about the pure core fundamentals the basics do you know what I mean so are you a passing side or a long ball side principles are you um, playing it wide or are you trying to score through the middle you know these type of things yeah. we are a pressing side we like to get after the ball especially in the opposition half win it high up the park um, it's, it's about what you do in the four stages of football so football is uh, defence transitioning to attack so where you win the ball and you're on the counter attacking and then the opposite, where you lose it and you're trying to recover. Right. So it's about what you do in these four stages. That's really the principles. And most teams, they know it's pretty consistent. Teams will try to... And this, is what you, this is what you get taught when you go to be a coach. When you've got the ball, you want the pitch as big as possible. You spread out, you get your wingers wide, you get whatever it is, right? Um, and then when you lose, you get tight and compact and you make it harder. And you force teams wide because where's the danger? The danger is in that rectangle, right? Yeah. doesn't matter where the ball is. The rectangle is the problem. So what you want to do is have as many bodies between the ball and the goal as you can, and that helps you defend. So and Rangers are really good at that. So when we get the ball, you see people moving into space and trying to make it big. You get the classic is when you watch Jack and Kamara or whatever, and they they pull off wide and try to get the ball off the centre halves. Yeah. The wing, the, the fullbacks go beyond them and stick. Really, what you look at where Tav and Flanagan is, they're wide there on the touchline, and then typically you've got a winger beyond them as well. Again, <clears throat> wide, and then you'll have like your Davis and Arfields and whoever is floating about somewhere, do you know what I mean? So we're, we're good at getting wide, and again, as soon as we lose the ball, you watch the defensive midfielders or the, the midfielders. There's typically, if you think about it as from, from our point of view, you've got a one and a two, maybe, so you've got one sitting. But look at Rangers when they lose the ball. What will happen is inevitably you go into a two because it's more often than not, whatever side, especially whatever side the ball's on, you'll get Davis or Jack or somebody shifting over and helping Tav, for example. Yeah. Even And it kind of lets the... Ojo or somebody in front who may not be as defensively sound they're kind of drifting in and in a kind of half space between the full back and the centre half cutting off that pass back or whatever so Rangers are good at getting uh, getting tight and drifting over as well which I like you know that, yeah. again, that's another fundamental is that the team shifts where the ball goes so if you're on the opposite side you don't stay wide you drift in narrow so you come in again making you compact and Aye. if they go for a big switch and try to hit left back to right back the ball's in there that long that you've got time to switch over. Yeah, over. So I mean, so you don't mind leaving that guy with 20, 30 yards of space or whatever over there. As long as, obviously, if he makes a big dart run, then you've got to have a bit of a look about you and you might need to shift over and track it or whatever. But you don't mind getting a wee bit of space because the odds are that pass isn't on. Yeah. And if they do try it, the odds are it's going to go over. It's a harder ball. Um, one of Pep Guardiola's famous things is, it's uh, if you're going to make a five-yard pass, how many? what's your percentage like? You're going to make that. Yeah. 99, 99 times 100 you'll make a 5 yard pass especially as a professional anyway Yeah. Um, if you try to make a 30 yard pass what's your percentage try to make a 60 yard pass what's your percentage you know it goes down every game yep, it does. and that's why short sharp passes um, is quite good and the other side of that the other principle that that brings in if me and you are 5 yards apart and I make a pass and it gets intercepted 
chances are mean you're two and a half yards away for the ball. Yep. So the high press is on, boom, you've got it back, right? So you're hunting packs. That's these short passes, these principles help you make those situations where you've got the ball and you can get places. You lose the ball and you can recover fast. You recover it and you can go fast, right? So it's, it's the four stages that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And the principles really that, that we've got cover all that stuff. And, and I love the fact that you, the best teams are really good at it. They're really good at the principles you watch. And it doesn't matter if they're playing a 3-5-2, a 4-2-3, whatever. Pick your formation. They're always really good at the principles. They get back in. They help each other out. They get narrow. They get compact and hard to beat. And then hard to get through. And then boom, they're wide. Aye. You think about Man City. You like Man City. You like yeah. Pep. His teams, they just defend like monsters, man. Yep. They're absolute animals. They get... They get compact, they close in, the hunting packs for say five seconds, that's that's a common drill is yeah. five seconds, go crazy, and then if you don't win the ball, get back, back in your in shape it. and yep. get, get compact. And stuff like that that I just think if you can get good at that, the rest of the game gets a lot easier. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it opens up so many doors and the best teams are, are typically tend to be the best in that. Liverpool and City, arguably the best two teams in Europe last year. Yeah. I mean you look at the seasons that both teams had and it was it was mental. Right. And uh, Aye, that they're they're awesome at, at all of those things. So yeah, it's good that we're working on the right stuff, and I think we're getting better at all that. Aye. I think that from a kind of principles and tactics point of view, we can kind of kind of come into tactics a bit more. But aye, that's the stuff that I love to see and that we're working on, and I think aye. we can see improvement on. I all think the time. you can. We definitely for the stuff that you spoke there. If you were looking at it like a, a novice like myself who you know doesn't has had any coaching or anything like that, like like you've had in the game, but you can see from what you're talking there, how it's getting put into place at Rangers. Aye. Um, you know, things like that. It makes it makes it so nice and refreshing to see yep. um, what we are what, what what Rangers are doing in the park. Aye, no, no, it's good man. And I think that's the thing is you as you get better at these things, this is when I'll, I'd hope that we'll see consistency this year. Yeah. Now whether we win the league or we don't, I just hope we get more consistency in the performance levels because First of all, the competition that we spoke about, you know, if you're if you have one bad game, you lose a shot, you might not get it back because the guy breathing down your neck's awesome. Um so that's a that's a problem as a player, but a good type of pressure. Yeah. And then just working on these things with good coaches, that's the other thing. Rangers have got now on world class coaches. Yeah. Okay, they're all relatively young and they've got some maybe a, a lack of experience at top level, just themselves. Do you know what I mean? With no guy that's been doing it for 20 years, you're looking in, it's, it's a bunch of inexperienced people, kind of. Um, but I think they're doing the right stuff and I think the longer it goes, the more, we'll, the more mm-hmm. benefits we'll see. So from a principal's point of view, I think they're, they're baking in the, the right fundamentals. For me, anyway, the type of football that I like and the type of football that seems to be kind of common now and uh, are popular and at the top level of the game. Aye, definitely. So tactics, sort Tactic- of goes similar, but... Alright, so so tactics is more where you would kind of target opposition. So depending on, so you're three in the middle, for example, do we do two sitters and, and one goes? So maybe away in Europe against better teams, we'll maybe play more defensively, or you might play um, a one in, a one who sits and holds, one who's box to box, and one who you know sits typically a wee bit more forward. Even more of a playmaker. So, so you've got the, you've got the different things here. The tactics we've seen against. Celtic last year in the 2-0 game that worked really well was playing your wingers actually playing them a bit more narrow Yeah. and just because Celtic are playing maybe like a, a three at the back or you know it kind of works out that way they, I think they play a four but usually it gives 
they're Tierney or whatever at the point license to go and the left back kind of becomes a fifth Don't mention midfielder. Tierney in case any terms are listening might be a bit raw for them still sorry I I <laughs> forgot about that I'm sure there will be a couple listening um, that's a it's a, it's a choker heartbroken but anyway so yeah I so then you think right okay so if they're going to do that what we do is you play a little bit more narrow yeah. and you almost match them up free for free and give them a problem and it gives space for your tabs and stuff to get down the wing because you know they're pushing somebody else on and the gaps there so if Arfield for example playing right comes in he takes their left of a three centre halves if you will he takes him in and then you've got space for Tav yep. or somebody to uh, maybe a jack or, or if we're playing an Aribo you know something like that and again it, we might not do the same tactics the next time but you know it's just that type of thing so yeah, tactics is about picking the right sort of um, weapons to use against the opposition mainly. Yeah. And Rangers, are, we're good at, we're getting better at mixing it up. I think at the start of last year, it was very much a, this is how we play. And, and Gerard said in one of his very early interviews, I'm not a philosophy guy, I'm not a, this is football and this is the way I'm going to do it. I'll play to win and I'll change it. Yeah. And then for seven months, he didn't. He? Aye. And it hurt us in times. And then I think, when we got forced into making a change when Morelos got suspended for all those games and, and we had the four I suppose Morelos was injured or suspended a couple of times earlier in the season but we didn't have a replacement struggling. and we struggled but then when we had the four we had to try a different style of play and then it worked Yeah. and I think now we're seeing already this season we've seen a couple of different styles of play Aye. and to me I think that's a, that's a good thing Yeah. Um, that the team the coaching staff I mean are learning different strokes for different folks and in Scotland although a lot of the time you might come against teams who are sitting in it doesn't mean that the one tactics is going to work you know yeah. they're different whether it's home or away you might need to tweak it whether Kamarnock are really good in the air but Livy who also play that low block are good on the ground and also good in the air or whatever right there's, there's, there's permutations there's differences in all the teams even though they might try similar tactics you might use a different weapon. You've got an arsenal. It's about trying to pick the right weapons for the right, yeah. the right job. Mm-hmm. And they'll get better at it. The more they... I mean, Scotland, right? You played, like, Aberdeen come on up seven, eight times last year and stuff yeah. like that, respectively. So, um, or eight and seven. So, you'll get in all these teams and hopefully we'll start to crack more of it. And again, going on the principles, getting better. Our knowledge of the tactics, I'm hoping we will do... We'll get more consistent again this year with that because we'll, we'll, we'll get get sharper at picking these teams apart. Yeah. I think one of the things that you mentioned about the principles and the tactics, a great example of that already this season has been the Kilmarnock match. First Aye. game of the season where winning one nothing, go one each way, five, six minutes to go. Aye. That time last season, we would have drew that game or Aye. potentially get beat. Uh-huh. Whereas this season, we had something extra on us. You know, whether that's obviously the coaching side of things. Yep. Um, changed it and we ended up getting the, the victory out of yeah. it which was a Aye. very important one for us I think it sets the standard for the, the season ahead as well Aye and that's the other thing that we'll need to get consistency is whether it's the quality of the right times and people say luck but I, I don't know man I tend to think that luck usually um, you kind of make your own and if you do the right things and you are good you get more lucky that's not a coincidence yeah. do you know what I mean and I didn't pick your sport pick your profession pick your hobby pick your whatever it is it's, that's how it works you know yeah. you look at all the top teams and they get more luck they don't get more luck you get more luck because you make it you know and yeah just doing that will then make us believe so the next time that happens 
we believe we can get out of it again. We believe we can go on and get a late goal, and then you might get a lucky break of the ball and you smash it in or whatever, yeah. right? And that's not lucky. That's you're in the right place, believing it, chasing it, being intense, and you go and get it. Aye. You know, like if like I remember <clears throat> talking to Monko about luck once, and I was watching US Open golf. Monko's a big golfer, right? Guy is like. I don't know, to chip out the rough for 80 yards or something like that, and it hit the back and hit like a, a high bit of grass that was the, the top of a bunker, poof, bounced down into the green, hit the flagpole and went in. And I was like, that's lucky. And Monko says, guy's 80 yards out or whatever, chipping it for the rough. Where do you think he's aiming? He's aiming at the flag. It went in. Yeah. That's where he was aiming and that's what happened. It's not lucky. Yeah. And, you know, and I thought about it and I was like, come on now, you've seen it. But then I thought, well, there's something in that, you know, if, if you're practising that all the time, yep. and that's what you're trying to do, and you're good at it, and it happens, I, I don't know you can call that luck. Aye. So we'll get this type of stuff, will help us build more luck as well. And, and all, It's all these wee things, it's all these wee things that add up to uh, big wins over the course of 65 games. Yes, yes, you know I mean? aye, definitely. Aye. Formation. Aye, formation, similar to the tactics, it's, um, formation is kind of like, Formation for me doesn't matter that much. Um, I'll be honest because talking just using it's probably not a great example, but using Celtic as an example, when they do that four two three one, that's not how they play. It doesn't matter what formation you pick. Your tactics dictate actually. Left back's gone forward. You three shift across, and it's a free at the back. Actually, in reality, most of the time when you don't have when you've got the ball, especially so the formation will be fluid. With Rangers, if you look at how we line up and you go four three three, as soon as we get the ball in the opposition third, you've got two at the back. With a centre midfield, with a defensive midfielder sitting in front of them, yep. your fullbacks are up. So you've almost got like a 2 1 4 2 1 or whatever, yeah. right? I don't know if that even adds up, but you know what I mean? Yeah. The, if, the formations are fluid, yeah. so the least important part of the tactics Aye. for me. But again, if you know that a team's going to shape up and they're going to leave gaps in certain places, then by all means, tell players, I want you to go and sit in that gap and give them a problem, yeah. exploit it. And again, what I like about us, at the right times, we will be aggressive and we will go exploit spaces and at the right times we're getting better at anyway saying no you know what our game has been solid here we're going to be professional and see it and make it harder for you and give you the ball in certain areas and almost dictate where they go with the ball mm-hmm. the 2-0 game against Celtic was a really good example of that where we played narrower as I said and almost just kind of sat in a little bit and said fart a bit with the ball in your own half and between right. these players but as soon as it gets into these positions as soon as it goes wider or you get into your half, we're going to press a life at Aye, you. Aye, we were right in there. Aye, and you gave guys a nightmare yep. in a game because we knew they couldn't hurt us. So that to me is a sign of maturity that we're going and being aggressive at the right times. But being aggressive all the time, it, I don't know. It's all right. Maybe Pep gets away with it because he goes and spends crazy money and has the best players. And no, everybody's going to get away with that. You yeah. need to. You need to have the maturity. Say, you know what? I, I, again, going back to it, a different weapon, a different tool for this job. Um, and I think we're seeing seeing that, and that's really like about how we use the formation. Um, and if that continues, again, it all feeds into what we've been talking about: consistency and a better year. Yeah, yeah. See, just quickly on the on the formation side of things, Keith. Um, Rangers are always now pretty much a predominantly a back four. Yeah. With obviously someone in the middle, but just just in front of them, whether it's a Kamara, a Davis, or a Jack. Aye. Do you now see with the like we were mentioning there the squad depth? Can you do you, do you picture Rangers changing that this time next like this season going to like three at the back or you know doing like a four 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 two even which we don't usually do but we've done it maybe a few times we are fielding up a wee bit but not a traditional four four two if you know what I mean ah yeah I um, mean. do you see Rangers changing 
like that or else do you think this formation now even though people know they're going to expect it that we're just too good to you know the way that we're playing now Aye. No, I think for the most part the second one I think we'll, we'll stick with it as a general rule but I think that the signing of Hillander is a is a great shout because he's a genuine left-footed leader yeah. at the back so you could go to the three and Edmondson as well who is the fastest and is a ball player yeah. so you could see him sitting in a three he could be he could be sitting in the middle as a kind of sweeper for the speed for recovery or he could be the one that actually goes forward because he can get back and he's got the better, the best, probably the best passer and the fastest. Yeah. So I think we've got the tools to, to go to the three at the back. Um, but again, it's about, it's about picking, your, picking the, 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 that as a tool for what weapon, uh, for what, what problem because... Yes, it's it's good in certain places, but it's like anything, you know. There's it's got it's got strengths and weaknesses, but it depends how you use it. If we use it with the right tactics, then I think it could be good. I like the the makeup we've got the centre halves, and I think if you were to say to Tav, I mean he sits a wee bit further, a wee bit higher up anyway, right? Yeah. So basically, his game doesn't really change for the most part. He maybe just doesn't doesn't try back as much or whatever. But you still Aye. the thing is for a wing back, it's tough. What you're saying is you're a winger. And you're a fullback. It's yeah. kind of like two jobs. It's, it's the hardest job you're going to get. Um, so they'll be up and down all day. So Tav's job probably doesn't change. So I think that it, it can be good if we use the the players that it frees up in the right places. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's all about what tactics you apply with it. Yeah. But I think three at the back, I don't think 4-4-2 really, I, I can't see as contraditional. No, I think that's the only change. And we kind of toyed with it, obviously, last year at Motherwell. And I didn't think it went that bad. I mean, no. I, know the, I know the game didn't go great, but it was one of those weird games wasn't it where you know we I slipped for the first goal and I threw and then you're up against it a wee bit and then we, yeah. we came back into it once we kind of found our feet there was a few chops and changes between the back three it was like Goldson started in the middle and then he went to the right and Katic coming in the middle and yeah. it was like I hadn't really practised it much and um, we're using Flanagan in there and Flanagan was the other one that's what I was trying to think who it was it was Flanagan Flanagan he's the one that slipped for the first goal I yeah. think it was a Goldson I don't know um, and Flanagan's problem is like one of Flanagan's problems is you, you watch him numerous times last season a ball over the top and he's, he's slow in the turn and it caught him out it caught him out at Motherwell caught him out away like the next game I think it was almost away to Ufa and that's how they get their goal was almost the same goal as, the, as Motherwell first goal yeah. um, so I think it was you know maybe not the right personnel and I don't it didn't look like we had, had trained it enough to yeah. be totally honest so if you put working on the training ground and you've got defenders that are used to it because it is different for the, the three centre halves because all of a sudden as two you're used to having full backs covering the wide guys and now you might not have that and you've got three and you're like you need do, do, do I go do I no go and then you get sometimes you'll get the ones on the outside kind of caught between you know the right winger and the centre forward and like what did they and you know they can get confused so yeah. as long as you drill it then aye, aye. It, it could work we've definitely got the personnel for yeah, that I think we've got the balance and it's good to have a left footer which is aye Again, well, I think we missed last year. You've yeah. got Flanagan on the left side, and we know he's not comfortable. No. The amount of times where he's, even yesterday, he, rather than just hump the ball up the park or at the park with his left foot, he's cutting in and trying to play some sort of diagonal, like cutting into danger. And he done that once or twice last night, and you're thinking, just put your laces through yeah. it, or just TB it out for a shy or whatever. Do yeah, you know what I mean? Turn towards goal where the, the, the danger is, is, is amateur or So, um, I think having Hollander there really opens that door for us. Yeah, it does. It does. And like I said, it's the better personnel in there this year um, Aye. makes it more more easier for Rangers to settle in. Quality and always helps yeah. these things. Because yeah. if you've got players that are better technically and uh, you know all that stuff, that uh, you know that, that's just a principle of being a football yeah. player rather than 
and if you can't control the ball with your left foot and you're not comfortable doing it, it's a different ball game, you yeah, know. So exactly. the, the technical ability is massive. Aye. Excellent, mate. Excellent. So, as you said, as you mentioned, um, the game last night. Let's have a wee chat about it. Aye, aye, we'll, okay. We'll have a ch- quick chat about the game on Sunday as well. Yep. Aye. Um, so, so last night, I um, I thought Rangers made the over the over the two games. Rangers have made a decent team look a, look average, in aye. my opinion. Yes. We have played very, very well. Aye, I I couldn't agree more. That team. Um, are better than the scoreline. Yes, it's probably yeah. a fair reflection. There was times last night where, like you say, I mean, we are final up and cruising, and you're thinking, this team's not that bad, by the way. Like we'll we'll struggle more than that at home this season against Dross in Scotland. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that was a good team. They they classy players, they silky players. The big boy up front it was hard to get off the ball. He was a threat. He was physical. He was a big boy. Yep. They, they had they had good players off their team. Their defenders. Alfie gave them a hard time both legs, they right? Did. But they, when you watch them again, they, they don't look like they're horrific defenders. Do no. you know what I mean? You watch sometimes and you think, you need, that boy shouldn't be a professional football player. <laughs> yeah. They just look like Alfie was just, you know, his builders herself. Maybe they're not used to it or whatever. Aye. But no, I, I genuinely think they were a decent outfit. Mm-hmm. And probably, I can't, I can't imagine they're going to be any, there's going to be a massive gap between them and Legia Warsaw. No. I, I think it'll be a similar level no saying that we'll go through as easy or anything like that because you know styles make make fights as I've said before so stylistically it might be a different match but quality wise I just think they couldn't handle the British physicality more than, yeah. more than it was a quality thing don't get me wrong we quality players and we played some quality football but they were a decent side make no mistake about oh, it oh yeah definitely they're, they're, they would destroy Aberdeen for example aye. right they're better than Aberdeen oh aye 100% so, whether they're better than Celtic Right, probably not or whatever, but they're, they're, they'd be third best team in Scotland by, by yeah. a bit. I'd take their squad over Aberdeen any day, right? Yeah. So, um, and if you're going to go and do Aberdeen 4 2 and 3 1, you take that every week, do you know what I mean? So, you would. Um, aye, we made, we made a, a good side look bang average. Yeah. Um, and go back to the tactics and stuff, I think we applied some of the stuff we, we covered off there really well. Uh, this, this game we set up more like we did in the 2 0 with Celtic and just said, have the ball a bit, break us down and we'll catch you yeah. and we caught them Aye. and you know Arfield wins the ball high up for the first two and plays good passes or the second one he kind of beats a couple of guys wins a f- few tackles on his way through to playing a good pass yeah. but we're winning the ball at the halfway line and boom one through the ball and Ojo's away we've caught them high Aye. and that's what we did because we knew they had to come in this right so it was like gone then come at us and let's see what you can do picked them off as soon as we scored there was a I don't know if you if you caught it on the telly but see once we scored for the next five minutes, it was like, yay! And then the game went dead flat for like 10 minutes where it was like, both teams knew it. was like, ah, oh, this is done. Aye. Both teams knew it, accepted it. And I thought, oof, this could be a dire game. But thankfully, we got the second Aye, and exactly. it um, Yeah, it turned yeah. into a bit of a training match, didn't it? Aye, for them, it turned into a, let's pretend we're actually chasing this training Damage match. limitations, didn't it? And for <laughs> us, it was like a different type of training match. Yeah. It was a, aye, let's sit steady and then pick them off. But then, the last 20 minutes... We just went went to the dogs again, like we've seen over the last few seasons. This thing we're late in the game, our midfield just collapses, and we just look like ah, you get these things. Yeah. Sometimes these we we flashes. Moments and Gerard comment, uh, he commented on after the game that the last kind of twenty minutes we just sort of died, and mm. and you're like, what's happening? You know, the tie was never in threat, but the crowd still get antsy because you're yeah. like at Ibrox, you know, like one bad pass and you're a diddy. I conceding a goal and that's it. Aye. Um, aye, so they're 
their goal obviously came from I think we've mentioned this the left hand side. Aye. Um, like you mentioned the Hibs game, mm-hmm. the goal from there happened in the left hand side as well. So yeah. that's obviously a problem area mm-hmm. that we have obviously mentioned and highlighted tonight. Yeah. So, um, like I said hopefully we can do something. But last night was just a really really good performance. I think there was a few guys who shone out like, um, Morelos obviously for his goals. Ojo was outstanding. I think they two combining. It's like a Candace has gone for right wing and now he's got Ojo and they've struck up. Yeah. It's just a good a partnership. I think um, I was disappointed when Candace left because I thought he was a good player for Rangers and stuff aye, like that. However, I can totally understand now what Gerard means when he got rid of him because he got rid of him and he basically said that you know he you know he was contributing but he wasn't he wants he wants players who are going to score double figures and also assist double figures. Aye. And I think these boys that we have got, such as like Ojo and Jones, Jones and hopefully Barker can end up, you know, being these guys who will get double figures and both goals and assists. Aye, aye, aye. No, I, I agree. I think that um, if you take, just looking purely at Ojo's stats so far, and you think about goals and assists, he's miles ahead of where Ryan Kent was. Yes. And I don't know, uh, one of your early pods, we spoke about watching a few training videos in the first friendly, and we said right away, Ojo's going to score a lot of goals. Yep. He'll score more goals than Kent. And he's already, where did Kent score last year? Like four? No, four or five, didn't What's he? Ojo in? Like two or three already or yeah. something like that? He's nearly caught him. Yeah. Right next season they started. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, um, aye, I think he'll be, he'll be that kind of, he's a bit of an enigma and people maybe get frustrated, but he's the boy who shows up for five minutes and creates two and scores one and yeah. the rest of the time doesn't look like he's much in the game. And yeah. People get frustrated by it, but his return will be, will be good. Yeah. It'll be really good. And uh, aye, last night he's worth a special mention. But I think yeah. um, I thought most of them were alright last aye, night. To I be thought um, like, Jack was another one that played really well. I thought the defenders were. Big Katic just Katic one of it in the air against that big boy. You know, he's like, just Katic is just a freak of nature. He's, he's just a, he's brilliant, a monster. He is, isn't he? Aye, he is. Um, aye, I thought he. I thought Jack played well. Aye. Davis played well. Davis had a good game. Kamara had a good game. Looked pretty comfortable. And aye, I really, yeah. I really like Lane Kamara. I think he's, aye, he's been, good to watch. He is. He's so good to watch. He's so good in the ball. As well, and then even like we didn't play like guys like Aribo didn't get off the bench. No, um, and it was like we didn't we didn't need him tonight, which was great because that mm. means he can have a bit of a rest now aye. in preparation for. Because I doubt he'll be for I the doubt, biggest five game. Aye, I doubt very much he'll play on Sunday <laughs> against these five. So aye, um, aye. So we'll be going to that game then. These five game. Aye, let's go for it, mate. Let's aye. let's chat about the um, team. I think there'll be. I think about Gerard's already said in interviews there will be massive wholesale Hose changes aye, and. Aye. This is the opportunity for these boys who aren't particularly playing to come in. Hi, I mean, I thought he was quite, he was quite harsh. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he reiterated that a few times. I don't know if he's been getting stick off some of the players, but he said, "What was he says? The boys have been drawn with daggers." Aye. The message to you is gone in. Aye, let's. And he said that a couple of times, like yep. gone in. You know, like that's a bit harsh and aggressive. You know, so maybe maybe there's one guy in particular's been getting pelters and he was talking to him, but Aye. it was quite. It was quite an intense message and it puts pressure on whoever starts now. Yeah. Because the press are going to be thinking, right, these guys are really pushing for a start. They're getting it. They better take it. You Aye. know, there's, there's no... And maybe that's what he wants. Yeah. But he certainly, he certainly put pressure on them publicly, even though I'm sure he does it in the dressing room anyway. But yeah. I put pressure on them publicly last night. Aye. I, um, when, we, when we thought about doing this, I was thinking about a potential one to eleven that I think he would play. I go for it. So I've gave you I'll give it a wee jot down and you can let me know what you think, right? So aye, same aye. formation as always, the aye. four three three or four three two one, whatever. Yeah, so the winger sort of thing. So I think you'll have Ford in the goals. Yep. 
Um, I think you'll have a back four of Polsnar, Barisic, Edmondson and Hollander. Okay. I think yep. those boys... Cause four, the, new back, uh, four, four new back five. Aye, aye. I think, um, I think Tav and Goldson already, I think... Doing, doing them a, having them a break because they play pretty much every game. Aye. Having them giving them a break isn't going to, you know, be a nice wee break for them to get get away. Um, also gives Hollander his first start and Edmondson some match time as yep. well. Aye. Which he can do. Barisic, I think he needs a start to to show us what he can do. See if he doesn't start. I think that's a massive indication of what's going Aye. to happen with Barisic. I think so as well. Aye. Um, yep. So ever I would like to see him in. Um, my midfield three, um, I've got Kamara. I think he'll play because he hasn't played really a lot. He's been on the bench and stuff like that, and he, he wasn't involved in the Hibs game. The Hibs I mean, game he had a knock in the knee. Yeah, he so kind of injury, but I okay. Yeah, so Kamara. I think Kamara, Doherty will definitely play. I think as I said, I Doherty's yeah. a starting looking for yeah. him to really just steamroller and dominate. And then my other choice is out of two. I think he'll either give Andy King uh, his debut. Or he will play Halliday in the midfield. Okay. And then um, front three? Front three will either be... I think he'll play Hasty. I think he'll start because I think he was one of the ones. Aye. Um, I think he'll either play one or two here and it's either Jones or Barker. Yeah. I think he might give Barker a start, which would be nice to see. And I think he'll play Domingo four up front. Cool. And Aye. I think he'll have some boys like maybe... But Jonas on the bench because he's been playing well for the under twenty ones. Aye, aye, that's right. Um, scored the other night. Yeah, McPake. I think McPake will be on the bench aye. as well. He's a to be on the bench. Yeah, aye. Um, <clears throat> and you know maybe some of the other more experienced ones. Also, I haven't even mentioned Greg Stewart. Greg Stewart might. I totally forgot about him there. He could even come in and slot any one of the positions on the wing he's potentially. I think he's a high chance. Of yeah, starting. yeah. Maybe instead of Jones. Yeah, maybe instead of Jones, you could bring Stewart <laughs> in uh, as well. So I think, and maybe have some of the other boys on the bench like um, maybe. You know, Aribo didn't get on, maybe put him on the bench, Aye. you know. Um, you could even have Jack or Davis between one of the two, maybe, um, as well, and maybe one of the centre, maybe Katic on the bench Aye. as well. No, I, th- I think that it's interesting. I think there's a good chance Halliday starts in midfield rather than King. Because mm-hmm. if you take your forgetting Halliday, who wears the captain's armband? Yeah. And I think he'll look for Halliday's. he's... You know, vice captain unofficially, but you know, like I think Halliday's one of his leaders. I think if so he, he wasn't, if Halliday wasn't playing, Defoe, Defoe would be the captain. Aye, but I think so. You might see Halliday start in the midfield. Um, if King Halliday's and Barker are probably on the bench. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you say, I mean, aye, it, that, that's what we went back to just at the start when we were saying there's two first 11s. Yeah, there is. You, you've totally got a whole new, apart from Kamara, that's a whole new team yep. that started last night, and you've still not got room for Greg Stewart, who's. Uh, SPL level quality yeah, player exactly. definitely you know, I think that's just my bad I forgot about him who do you drop though? Um, I would you'd probably give Jones maybe we put him out and put him in put him in aye. Aye, and then have Jones on the bench yeah or Barker like say maybe don't throw any wingers so you just have Barker and uh, King I think it, it might be a bit quick for King but Barker's a potential starter mm-hmm. I think Um King might be a bit quick to make the bench even depending on what his fitness levels are yeah. like in that. I mean I he's been tra- he's been training with Leicester. I don't think he was in the match day squad last week for the first game Aye. of the season. But he's been training, he's been playing in pre season. But well, there we go, I think he Aye, I don't think sure. he made the match day squad last week no. though. No, I don't, I don't imagine so. But if he's I wasn't sure if he'd be getting game time in pre season, then he might be in yeah. damn it, you know. And, yeah. Aye. Um it's it's a perfect chance for a run out, certainly to make the bench. Um so I I think that I'd like to see I think <laughs> It'd be interesting to get Hollander and Edmondson as the back two, the, the two centre-halves. I think that'd be really interesting to see how they do. They might not have much to do, right enough, but, yeah. but it'd just be good to get 
to see them both. You know yeah, what I mean? exactly. And I, I mean, I want to see, I want to see Hollander. I want to see what he's like. Um, we haven't seen much of him yet. We've seen um, Edmondson for a few of the friendlies um, in the European with St. Joseph's, and he looked, um, looked good. He's good on the ball, like his passing range, you know. He's, he's, he's quick, and he likes to get the ball out quick as well and start, yes. start attacks quick. And that's the other good thing about if you play him, rather than you watch a play, you know, and you, McGregor gives it to Goldson, Goldson passes it five yards to Jack, just get Edmondson and let him pick a pass. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, kind of let somebody be a wee bit further up or a bit wider or whatever and against yeah. it's a different thing because you've got trust in him. Goldson can hit a long ball but he does like, you know, two out of 50 or something yeah. like that. He's, he's, his record is honking. He doesn't do anywhere near enough and he's passing 10 yards is a bomb scare half yep. the time. Do you know what I mean? So, um, I always get really excited about these games as well because there is different players that come in that we don't see Aye. as often all playing together, you know. So it's I think it's always something, even when I'm playing, like see when I'm playing... Like I know this is no example, but when I'm playing football manager aye, and I'm Rangers, aye. and you get you get like a team in the cup, and you're like yes. Aye. So you can bring in Dust boys and give, these boys, give them a chance, and you know get some of the young boys out and play them and stuff like that as well. Aye. So it's I think these games are really exciting and you know something different that we don't get too See, often. I like them as well, but I'm I'm a kind of different mindset. I think making a living wholesale changes is is risky, man. I'm old school. Like it's winning. Don't interrupt the momentum. Don't don't fart about with it see sometimes you see these teams and they'll go and they make 11 changes or they make 8 changes it just disrupts the flow and it can disrupt the the momentum a wee bit I kind of yeah. I'm a bit cautious about it I, I, I don't point. like making massive wholesale changes when the team started and playing so well but <clears throat> I'm sure they will um, aye and it's no it's no nice five thing I don't mean to be disrespectful I mean that team like I said right back at the start, you could pick two teams that are going to be in the top three. So is picking any of those guys is in no way disrespectful. That's a good thing about our squad. Yeah. There's no diddies now. No, there isn't. <clears throat> um, so apart from maybe left back, there's a few. But, <laughs> but there genuinely isn't it really. So Aye. it's still a good team, but I don't know, I'm just a bit cautious. Maybe I'm a bit more old school in that sense that I'm not really a big fan of making massive sweets of changes like that. Fair enough. Aye. I think it makes it it does make sense what you're saying. Um However, just on what Stevie said, I think he will do it. Oh no, I'm I'm pretty sure they'll will be, it'll it'll be relatively unrecognisable starting eleven for last night. So all interesting, mate. All all good to go. Um, so I think that should that's pretty much it for the night. I know. Good I, chat. I was, good uh, chat. Your a wee bit different. Your tactical knowledge I was, was was an insight there, mate. Anybody, definitely. But, aye. Um, I just spouting some stuff anyway. Aye. Obviously, we can maybe do more detail in certain areas, but we just try to cover a lot in a kind of short space of time aye. and give. You know, kind of key, key nuggets and stuff. Good. Like I said, it's something that we haven't we haven't done before. They sort of discussed the squad in a big detail and the tactics and all that that they're doing, aye. and you know, just a bit deeper into the atmosphere of the squad and stuff like that, which I think is only aye, positive. Aye. Now it's been been fantastic to see. Aye, and I think I mean you're never going to get these guys saying bad stuff, but the new signings have all said great bunch of boys. I've taken it really well and and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I think that the more saying similar stuff and seeing seeming happy and then. We touched on it last time, fight for each other in the park and you know, back each other up when there's a bad tackle and all that. I think that I think there's a really good really good buzz and feeling about this the squad and the team and it, it, you know, I think everybody's thinking this could be this could be a good year. Yeah, definitely. Could be, could be a big year for us. Definitely. Definitely. So that calls that for tonight, guys. So all I can say is thank you very much for listening and Keith, I'll see you soon, mate. Cheers, mate. Speak to you soon. Cheers. We'll be back next week with another pod. Cheers guys. Cheers.